guys, it's Eris and Bianca, and you're listening to It's Not Personal, a weekly podcast where we discuss the highs and lows of navigating life in our 20s. You ready? All right, let's do it. Hey. Hey, guys, what is going on? What's going on, B? Nothing, nothing. I'm, my mind is currently in a twist, so I'm just trying to untwist it. Right? <laughs> um, we so. can go down the rabbit hole of anything. <laughs> just it'd be so deep into it like oh never mind never mind never mind let's get out <laughs> yes i'm currently climbing out of my rabbit hole <laughs> uh but this week we decided to talk about what are we enjoying at this time yes things that we that are helping us in our life journey um you know just our favorite things and things that we're implementing in our adult lives yeah what is I want to say we're getting to that that time of the year, like when your skin about to be dry as fuck. <laughs> dry. So Period. I got ahead of it. A month ago, I went into Ulta mm-hmm. and I spent my little coins. Oh, did you? So yes, 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 yes. So I've been over oh, all year. I've been trying out different facial creams, um, and those hoes is expensive. Yes, they it are. gets really expensive when you think you somebody and you're not. Um, Drunk Elephant is extremely expensive, and I don't know who I thought I was kept buying that shit, but I had to let it go. And it wasn't even that good compared to um, the first aid that I'm using now, mm-hmm. that facial cream. But I also started using a rose oil um, on top of it, and let me tell you, the moisture... I was going to say, it's cannot dry out. Oh. Not dry. I'm ready for the winter. I'm, I'm not playing this year. No dry skin for no. you? No. No, you feel like your skin is cracking and it's too dry. And we live in Ohio. It get cold here. It's cold already. Yes. And your skin and your feet and your hands be dry. So, like, I've been looking into the skincare stuff because I know the season that we're coming into. What you been using? Um. So, I don't know. If you guys don't know or don't follow me, I have adult acne, which is bullshit. So, I try a bunch of bullshit. I went to tea. I'm, like, really big on trying stuff out like Eris. So I recently went to TJ Maxx and I got this Shea Moisture, that brand, that Mm -hmm. line, like clay mask to uh, cleanser. So I use that. Um, I use the, uh, I have a lot of acne scars. So I use the Caudalie Skin um, Serum Mm. and it helps with scars. And then I recently, um, I use... Um, the CeraVe stuff just because mm-hmm. it's really moisturizing and I use that only when I use I have a retina retinol cream that I got from my dermatologist and a benzoyl peroxide wash and that dries out my skin sometimes so I use that uh, CeraVe cream to help restore the moisture I use so much stuff it's ridiculous youth to the people mm. that stuff is good um a lot of stuff. I've been using a lot of stuff. I like to experiment with different stuff so my face doesn't get used to anything. Somebody posted a Sunday Riley subscription box, and I've been mm. thinking about it. I've been thinking about it. How much is it? I didn't even look into it yet. They just posted it on their Instagram this morning, and I was like, ooh. Something to try out. A nice little subscription. I love skincare. Mm-hmm. I love a good. I love to see my face. I love when my face feels clean. I love when my face looks shiny. Same. I love when it looks healthy. And even though like I have a lot of acne, I feel like my face, my integrity of my face, and like 
stuff looks good. Like my bags aren't super dark. So I like to try to keep my skin up. Skincare is so fun. I feel like it's more fun than like makeup because it's like, oh, I can try all this shit and then really wash it off and then like try it again. Right. Yeah. And you can make different days. Like mm-hmm. you can, you have a night cream and a day cream yep. and you get to really see the difference. And it's like not instant gratification that makeup gives you, but you know, you're going to see like results over time yep. and it just feels good. And it just, I've been into that lately. Like the feel goods. What else you been into? Um, water. For surprise, sure. surprise. Bianca doesn't drink water, but I have been into the water. And I've been drinking aloe. Well, I found like this really good aloe water when I was in Charlotte. And I haven't found it at Walmart since. But yesterday or the day before I was at Mark's, found the aloe water. <laughs> I've been drinking sparkling water too. Except for I'm not really big on like the fizz. So it's ta- it takes me a lot longer to drink it. And by the time it's done, it's flat, which yeah. is not good. So I've been into trying different um, substitutes because I'm a big drink, uh, juice drinker. And I like something a little sweet. Yeah. So I've been trying to find different ways to spice up my water game. Mm. I try to drink. Um, I think I drink more water at work because I'm just sitting there. Yeah. So I always like, oh, I'm going to fill my water bottle up and drink right. water. When I'm at home, I'm like, I need some lemonade. Right. Like, I need some apple juice. Right. <laughs> like, I want a cup of apple juice right now. I'm a juice person, too. So water is a good one. I want to mm. work on that some more. Just getting that water. Mm-hmm. Cause it don't benefit you cleaning your skin and you ain't drinking no water anyway. Right. That's true. Don't even know. That is true. I've also been really into decluttering my whole fucking house, which I'm done with now. Pretty much, I might have like a few few little bits and bobs, but the month of October is um, a difficult month for me. It's the month that my father died, so I feel like every time October comes. I do some bullshit that's like really drastic. Mm. And this October, I cleaned my whole and decluttered my whole house. Like, and I, this stuff that I've always wanted to do, like my junk drawer and my kitchen and reorganizing like my silverware with so much bullshit in there. And I used to collect dish towels for whatever reason, just to buy them every time I was at home goods. So I had so many of those. And just like really going through like my basement, the room that me and Eris are filming in right now. I went through all my fucking clothes. I wanted all my clothes to fit in a clo- the, the closet. Are you down? Is that it? Mm-hmm. Well, I need to get no, these no. clothes in there somehow, so I'm going to have to go through more clothes. My goal is to get all my clothes in the closet, and I put my shoes in these laundry baskets, so I don't have any shoes upstairs. So then I felt like if I if they were in boxes and stuff, at first it was like my shoes being in boxes is better organized, but now it's like I didn't know what kind of shoes. I didn't know what shoes I had. So if I mm. keep them downstairs, because I normally always forget to put my shoes on and then I go downstairs and be like fuck I don't have my shoes so I have to go back upstairs anyway so I put them in my closet where I keep my coats with like the hopes that like when I open it I'll be like oh well I need to find shoes to go in my outfit so Mm -hmm. I'll have more options that's a good idea if you're in that area um for me it's still along the food thing oh my gosh Eris post bullshit let me tell y'all apricot flower (laughs) This gluten-free lifestyle is so fucking expensive. It is so expensive. Somebody get her some But you don't pants. realize, like, I'm, okay. When a doctor tell you, I think you also have a gluten allergy, you be like, who, who am I? I'm not that lady. I'm not her. I'm not asking for no gluten-free <laughs> menu. I don't ask for that stuff when I go out. If I eat the gluten, 
that's that's the chance I'm taking on being sick. I'm gonna be sick for the rest of the night. It is what it is. But if I can avoid it, I'm not even gonna lie to y'all. Four out of the seven days out of the week, I fuck up and eat something with gluten in it. The other three that I'm solid, I feel fine. The other four, I'm pretty sick. This shit is so expensive. It is so expensive. Like, just to get, like, a pack of, like, hamburger buns, it's, like, $8 for just hamburger buns. Ooh, hamburger hamburger buns. Just buns is $8. I just need some buns, bro. And you you don't realize that gluten is in everything, like everything like processed kind of that you want to eat. So it's been tough. So I'm on that journey of like trying to weed that out of my life, um, which means I'm making like stuff from scratch or I'm on the road. Like I want to eat pizza. Like I, I love pizza and I want to eat pizza, but not every pizza place makes a gluten-free pizza and I'm not making crust. So I have to buy like frozen pizzas and not every company makes a frozen pizza gluten free. So then I'm trying all these random things and I hate cauliflower. So don't even mention that to me. because That is so nasty. So now I'm ch- trying all these frozen pizza, eight, eight dollar, one, one pizza in the box, frozen pizza. It's getting out of pocket. You don't have time. I, I got to find the time. It's like a bad, like, do you want to be sick all day? Or do you want to be like, okay, like sick for another reason, but like, I'm not sick. My stomach don't hurt. You just have to go on Pinterest. Who's making that stuff? You. Who really wants to make that stuff? I don't fucking know. Not I me. Not me. I was just about to ask you if you want to go get some food now. Yes. <laughs> I hate fucking cooking. It's so annoying. So, yeah. Gluten-free is a thing. I got a, a fresh box of gluten-free pretzels at my house right now. Just Extremely eat. fresh. <laughs> I have not popped it open at, at all. But I wanted a snack and I was like, wow, I want pretzels. Gotta so what gluten-free. places do you shop at? Like Earth Fair? And mm-hmm. like, Excuse what, me. Um, um, the regular grocery store like Acme, Giant Eagle, Earth Fair. It's still just as hard there though because they make organic things. That's the gluten in them. Um, so you just gotta find a section. Usually, where your organic stuff is, they have a section within that section for gluten free stuff, and then they make a bunch of weird versions of it, of whatever you're looking for. Mm. So, like, who's getting tapioca flour? What the? What are you using that for? Instead of real to fry your chicken. I left that there. I just got the one that said gluten free. I don't know what flavor. You just you just gotta keep trying it. Okay. A lot of it is nasty. You just got to try it. So if you're out there trying to find your gluten way lifestyle, just struggle together. That's love. She's It'd opening like the door. It'd be like that. So that was what Eris has been struggling with. I'm also going to talk about what I've been struggling with. And that is my fucking Instagram. Now, I... It has been a struggle for me to find like a theme or like the way I wanted to edit my pictures. And then finally one day I just said, fuck it, I'm not gonna do it. Yeah, I remember you posted that. You I just not gonna... Yes. Oh. Wait, I not do I'm back to editing it? No. Oh, okay, okay. I just <laughs> said, fuck it, I'm not gonna do that. And I found a preset pack on Etsy. And if you like like photo editing and like editing stuff <laughs> and you see like the YouTubers and like the famous bloggers and stuff <laughs> who have their own preset packs and they $50. No. Go to Etsy, type in 
pink presets. If you like that pink looking theme, a billion of them will pop up. You can get four good ones, four to five good ones for three ninety nine. Mm-hmm. That's where you need to be. So I was sitting in Etsy. I mean, I was sitting at home and I was in the Etsy shop and I wanted just like a natural, like enhance the picture preset. And I found one and it's just called, it's, I don't know, remember what it's called, but um, it's just like, it came with four presets for $3 and it's a Lightroom preset. And all I do is just stick my pictures on there and you can just barely tell. And I like that. It doesn't feel stress. And it feels like if I don't even want to do that for a picture, then I can just upload it to Instagram and just play with like the contrast in the Instagram um, settings that they have. It doesn't throw off your thing. Right. Because it's just, you know, enhances the picture. Do you feel like it's easier now? Because you don't have like the, you don't feel like I got this theme that I got to stick to. Yeah. And I don't feel like I have to like, a lot of people don't realize when it comes to, well, maybe they do. I just didn't realize it. But when it comes to having an Instagram theme and to using a preset from Lightroom or wherever you use your presets from Visco Cam or wherever, you have to have that theme in your pictures. So if I wanted a, a neutral tone theme and I wanted a neutral tone um, preset, that means that I have to stand in a neutral tone area and wear neutral tone colors. Mm-hmm. I can't wear a bright blue shirt and stand um, in a in a park with a bunch of kids playing and then put my neutral tone filter on it and expect it to look yeah to go good with my feet to go good with my feet and I'm not putting that much time into my Instagram yeah because I mean I enjoy Instagram and I want my Instagram to grow but I want it to grow because of me not because I'm creating this persona of myself that I only wear neutral colors or I only wear bright pinks or I only wear, you know, tans because I fucking don't. Right. So it was just a lot easier because I would have a theme, but then some, when I would take like a mirror selfie, then that, that didn't look good on the theme. So then I would be like, fuck. But then I posted in your picture anyway, and then I didn't like the picture and then it wasn't getting as much engagement because it was a trash picture because I put the fucking preset on it. Yeah. So I just said, forget it. I'm not doing the presets. And I mean, I still do this natural one, but it doesn't do anything. I can't even tell the difference in the picture. It kind of makes the colors pop a little bit more. So like the green looks more green and the blue looks more blue, but okay. it doesn't look edited. You like that? Yeah. And it, it sounds easier. Yes. And then since I have like my different shops and I use those, you you have the option on Instagram. If you have multiple Instagrams to post it on your main Instagram or post that picture to another Instagram. So if I post pictures on my jewelry site or if I post pictures on my the baby clothing site, if it goes straight to my Instagram, I'm fine because the, the pictures are already edited and mm-hmm. it looks fine. And it's like double, you know, Instagram pictures, exposure, whatever. Ooh. So it just is easy. That just is a new one. Yeah. Because you were on the roll. I was. I was like, really, that has been my thing this this year to try to figure out a theme. And I did. No theme. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, not nothing. I should have just stuck to what I had <laughs> in the fucking beginning. I should have just stuck to it. I figured it out. It's nothing. It's nothing. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny, but that's hilarious. That's what, that's what it is sometimes. I think my next thing is going to be my lifestyle thing is I've been enjoying like figuring out my blog. Uh huh. It takes time. Like once I'm on there, like once I'm like, okay, this is what I'm doing today. Mm-hmm. And I'm signing in. And then I'm messing around with everything and figuring that out. 
And I like that. Like, I like writing. Like, I did that anyway, so I might as well write for a purpose. Right. Um, And I've been enjoying that a lot. Mm-hmm. Do you enjoy your blog? Mm-hmm. Have you started it? Yep. Yeah. I haven't quite grasped how to add more than one picture, though, so I'm playing. Just like you. Yeah. It's a it's a good space mm-hmm. that's separate from everything else that we do. Mm-hmm. It's like I can do whatever the fuck I want here. Right. It's like I, like there's no theme. <laughs> right. There's no theme here. I can <laughs> talk about and do whatever I want, and like people who want to see it will come see it. Right. Yeah. I like that. It's fun to have like a creative outlet where you feel like you can just like honestly be yourself because like, of course, you know, and people know that you can be yourself around people and you can be yourself with yourself. But when it comes to like, even what we do on YouTube, like we'll have to disable comments or delete videos or delete comments or, you know, be nasty with people because they're just not okay with us having an opinion and us being ourselves. Mm -hmm. So when you get a blog or if you have, you know you know, a space where you feel like you can really be yourself is really, really, like, important and it feels good. Yeah. It's like a relief, like, uh-huh. a breath of fresh air. Right. Oh, what else? Anything Classy. else? Classy. 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 Well, we have talked about this. Um, oh, in a, shucks. I, I have no idea. <laughs> we have talked about this um, <laughs> in a podcast this month, but I feel like, I feel so proud of Eris and I and Eris and I separately, Eris and I together. And I feel like it needs to be acknowledged because maybe we don't acknowledge it as much, mm-hmm. but like our, our quote unquote success and how far we have come just from being in high school. And it's been something that I've been really, I talked about this, I don't know what podcast this month, but I talked about how we need to be more grateful for what we have accomplished. And I've been really working on being grateful for what I have and being grateful for the opportunities that I've had already and what I've accomplished. And I just, that has been something that has been a favorite of mine this month. It's just to be basking in what I've already created and that has helped me to continue to go because you get stuck in a rut and that rut may be because you just don't know what to do or that rut may be because you don't feel like you're doing enough Mm. so today is today I realized that today I realized that I don't that we we might say like oh like we've got to this milestone but like we haven't really acknowledged that we got to a milestone how successful the, I don't think we've felt the energy of success or the feeling of success and what we've done because it doesn't feel like we've achieved anything yeah to us it's like we haven't done enough right so that's what I've been working on and I feel like that's something that you don't really realize that that that's what's holding you back from your full potential is not realizing how far you've come me and Eris in high school on the superlatives, wanted to be um, voted most likely to be fucking famous. Um, And there was nothing that we really did up until this point. Not that we're working towards being famous in any way, because I don't want to be famous. I just want to, you know, be my own boss and have my own business and have my own thing. But the us wanting to be famous was baseless. Like, we couldn't. I couldn't even tell you why I wanted to be famous or why I thought that that's why we wanted to be voted. I think that's what we were using that word in regards to we wanted to be, be successful. successful. So, 
I want to acknowledge how far we have come and say that I'm grateful for, you know, all the struggles that we've had, all the trash that we've created on YouTube and all of the trash that, you know, we not that we get from, I wouldn't consider what strangers say as trash because they're fucking strangers. But we but, take shit from people every day. Yes. And not even that we take shit from people. Like the only people who I know really support me and Eris are like a handful of like our, our, our friends and stuff from high school and people on social media, but like not really a, our city in general. Like, no, there has been not a time <laughs> where like, nobody really there are people who share our stuff and comment on our stuff and they people who we've known you know our whole life and people that we've had interactions with and people who you know are proud of us but then there's like people who and not that I'm looking for anybody to repost our shit or anybody to be doing anything because of whatever because it doesn't matter but people will like I deleted my Facebook but I remember people would like repost other people like Akron always working and it'd be like, mm. bro, but like, we be working, working. right? We but nobody, working. nobody is like acknowledging that and nobody in our city cares, in my opinion. And that's fine, but it's I just weird. I think that's exactly what it is, that nobody cares. And that's fine. But to see them repost other people and then them not repost you, it just is kind of like a fucking slap in the face. It is. And I and I think that's why not the sole reason and not even a major reason, but how how can you acknowledge it's tough to acknowledge how successful you've done something when no one else outside of your family, of course, is acknowledging. Like nobody else is like, they got 17, 18,000 subscribers on YouTube. Right. There's people in Akron who talk every day on Facebook about how they want to start a YouTube. And not that you have to ask us how, and not that we think we have the knowledge or the end-all, be-all, we figured out the But formula. we figured out how to get this far, and you want to figure out how to get this far as and well. And you would think, I mean, that's what I would do. Right. We researched it. We watched people's videos. We listened to people. There was nobody in Akron for us to go to and ask, how do you do this? Right. I mean, I would ask, and nobody nobody has never asked us. No. Nobody has never asked. As a matter of fact, we it. have reached out to people in our city who created YouTube channels, and they just basically, like, fucked us. Yeah. Like, no. Like, no, they didn't say no, but in so many words. Yeah, like, we're good. So, here I am taking this time to acknowledge uh, Eris and I, and I feel... Like, it's still early in November. It's the, we record all these podcasts in one sitting, so I do apologize for saying this. But it's a new month. It's November 2nd. And I feel like it's it's really time for us to... We've really figured it out today. And it took us... Th- we started our YouTube channel in December of 2016, and we're coming up on our four-year... Um, is that four? Three years? Three we're years? Three years now. Yeah, three-year mark um, in December. And we... I'm and I'm grateful. It took us three years to get to a point where we could accept, you know, where we are, and we can say that we've built up eighteen, you know, thousand followers in three years, and hopefully in the next three years we can really we we gained eighteen thousand subscribers in a year, right? If we're being honest, honest, we did it in a year, but we ain't no fucking body, and we don't got the formula. No, 
we just take this. Well, all we can do is hope the next three years can quadruple that amount and quadruple our success and quadruple our knowledge. And by 30, we be on the 30, 30 list. I don't fucking know because we're not, because we're not under 25 living a fucking life. I've never wanted to make an Instagram caption so bad about this. Like I'm just, this is where we at. Cause we have passed the under twenty uh twenty five sitting on twenty five now. <laughs> <laughs> we so have thirty is the next time. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, it looks like we're running out of time. We're trying to keep these podcasties under thirty minutes. Well, so, Anchor was doing that for us. <laughs> so. so follow us on our social media. I'm Eris Danielle. And I'm Bianca Shavon. And if you do see between now and April 9th, 2020, under 25, I mean, 25 sitting on 25 mil, do not think that I have $25 million. I just need to use that caption before. Before it's too late. <laughs> yes. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you guys. Talk to you guys. Bye.